Mm. Oh, damn. In a minute, huh? In a minute, huh? In a minute. In a minute. In a minute. <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> Yo, boys. Welcome back to Happy Hour Quick Six of Podcast. Mm. It's your boys. Feeling good. It's, oh, bro, we feeling good. It's your boys, Pat Street Pesley. If it's your first time listening to Happy Hour episode, you're fucking up. Go ahead and uh, subscribe to that shit's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, check out our Instagram for any upcoming shows and stuff we post. Get up on uh, iTunes. Get on that iTunes. Get on that wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, go ahead and get that podcast. Go ahead and go ahead and support us on that Patreon. You know, patreon.com slash quick six. Or if you want to do that, you know, we got a we got a shop. Anyways, let's get out of the business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got a special episode, Drew. I know, I know. And you boy happy about it, you know. So I get a little preview. Get a little Look, preview. I got the preview. You can see that boy oh, right shit. here. Oh shit! We doing one. We Bro, doing. This we a dream come true. You know. What I'm saying? You know. I uh, finally. Uh, we 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 doing a, We doing another bearded iris episode. You know what I'm saying? I this one. That. This one's special. Mm-hmm. Drew, you want to reveal why it's special? Or you want me to? It's uh, special because we got the, a special guest. Oh, shit. We got a special guest coming in. And Pat, tell us who that special guest is. Shanda Grubbs. You know, Shanda Grubbs. She, uh, she's from, from Bearded Iris. So Ooh. we're going to hear from the fucking source. I love this. You know, I love that Like when our podcast turned into a traveling show and we were going over to all these different breweries and stuff. And yeah. I love that now, Like even though we're stuck at home, we're stuck in this virtual shit zoom yeah you know we are getting brewers and people from the breweries to come in and and hang out i think that's so cool yeah oh dude it's 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 the dream huh you know we you know shout out uh travel channel go ahead and hit us up you know oh. we, we, we good <laughs> yeah. right after pandemics you know we're gonna get uh, the vaccinations please and then, uh we're gonna just go go into it you know what I'm saying? please um but besides Shanda joining us. So Shanda's not a brewer, but she does work at Bearded Iris. So, and she's the person who has hooked us up with beers. So, um, not these particular beers. I bought the beers that we got on this one, mm-hmm. but, bruh, she hooked up. I got the shirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she did. She she gave us these shirts, um, uh-huh. and I want to talk about why we have. We're doing a bearded iris episode. I mean, we've already done a bearded bearded iris episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, oh, Pat, Drew, what are you guys doing? Like, what, what, what's the, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. Go on. The deal is, our friends at bearded iris just had an anniversary. Oh. And I think you notice we haven't. We usually crack a crack a can by this point. You know I know. I'm wondering why. Bro, you thirsty ain't it? I'm thirsty. Oh, damn. All right, so. They just had their fifth anniversary, oh. Bibco fifth anniversary, Bearded Iris mm-hmm. Brewing Company. You know what I'm saying, Bibco, yeah. and they uh they went ahead and brewed these special joints. This reason, that rhyme and a reason. Oh, that rhyme and that reason. Oh, that rhyme and that reason. You know <laughs> this what I'm saying? Is, uh, us holding rhyme and reason up is an oxymoron. We didn't oh, I love it. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold it still for a sec. I'm gonna take a screenshot of that eventually. Oh, you boy. <laughs> anyway um yeah these are these are pretty dope they're um i had okay so full transparency i haven't had any of these so 
but to find we're out, gonna get into we're gonna get into it but uh about why but you know uh these are these two they did a couple other bottled beers but these were the anniversary beers okay um and, and you know Pat, uh, you know Pat had to choose these to do anniversary. He just had yeah. to have them. You know why? Because this boy's an eight. That's oh. an eight. And now tell him what that reason is. Oh, you know the reason. The reason we doing this is a nine point one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He'll find a way. Yeah. This. Uh, so this is a. The reason uh, both of these are collabo beers with other breweries and uh ooh, that eight. yeah but this one the reason is um with other half creature comforts and burial beer what do you got mm-hmm. modern times yeah modern times uh highland park brewery and green cheek beer co i i'm loving this i'm loving the collabs you know what i'm saying oh dude i love i love when people do collabs for their anniversaries like these are our homies we're gonna give them a shout out to you know what i'm saying oh Oh, okay. So this is a double IPA. Hey, it's got rule. Before you get into that, I just have to stop and say, this is the very first beer that I've cracked in my new house. Oh shit! Congrats to that Drew. Congrats (laughs) to that Drew Paz. You know, you know, he got out. He got a window, bro. Yeah, got a window. If you're looking on uh, YouTube, you can see I'm in my new office. It's not set up yet. I don't have any of my furniture, but I had to do some work on the house, so I had to come. Do the podcast mm-hmm. here, you know, get mm-hmm. everything set up. First mm-hmm. beer ever cracked. Here we go. With that rhyme, you know, that reason. That rhyme, that that reason. So this joint's a double IPA. It's got Rawaka, Mosaic, and Nelson hops. Ooh. What, what you got? All right, so we got a double IPA over here. Uh, Simcoe, Citra. Is that Cyro? Cryo? Yeah, Citra, Cryo. And uh, Strata. But you know I can't pronounce nothing. I know, and you boy gonna put it in that beer. This <sighs> the beer, this chalice, chalice. You know what I'm saying? The chalices. I rarely drink out of this because it's hard as fuck to clean. But uh, ooh, I'm excited you gotta, for this. You gotta throw it out. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you oh, gotta yeah. go out out for the episode. You know, I, I drink out of this when you know you have company over or you know you're trying to show off and whatnot. But yeah. I don't know when you crack that shit, bro. It's fragrant. It <laughs> it really is. It's fragrant, yeah, like, and I mean, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I know I'm gonna like it. Yeah, <laughs> here, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gonna show you right, right now why I know I'm gonna like it right here. Okay. Right. So you know, I got the rhyme too. Oh. <laughs> also got the clairvoyance. Ooh, you know, you'd be seeing into the future. Also got that chasing rainbows. You know, what oh. I'm saying? <laughs> also got that OG, that OG home style, that one home mm-hmm. home style one. Mm-hmm. And we got that other anniversary beer that we might not touch because it's kind of heavy, boy. That triple home style, triple IPA, wet hopped with citra. Yeah. That's that double dry hop mosaic, mosaic cryo, frozen citra. Damn. It's that fire. All right. You're going to have to. That's a 10.0, my dude. Uh, that You're going to have to like plan a day out for that month. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you can't just have that willy nilly. You know? I mean, you might. You might not. <laughs> But you boy might, you know what I'm saying? You a pay? Like, what am I Pat, saying? Your boy has, you know what I'm saying? Pat, Pat would turn a 10.0 into a shower beer. You never know. You know oh, if that's a true story. <laughs> like, oh man, I'm trying to get real turn in this shower. You know, let's go. I'm uh, gonna enjoy myself. Yeah, I'm about to have a good, 
last half hour of this day. Speaking speak, speaking of, I showed Pat my shower, my new shower. That boy got a, the head is like right here on me. <laughs> I'm only gonna be clean from here down. That's all. All this stuff gonna be dirty for the rest of my life. <laughs> you dirty boy. Yeah. Yo, I'm gonna go ahead and taste the joint. You know go for it. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. He got that. Mm. Bro. He gotta think about the notes all separate in his mouth. It do. It got a flavor. I don't know if I've had in one of their beers before. Oh no. There might be a fruit in this bitch that I don't know about. You Maybe. know stone fruit, some shit like that. You oh, know. Yeah. You know they'd be sneaking them stone fruits in there. I know. Everybody be about that stone fruits. What's yours like, Drew? Uh, mine's good. Mine. Uh, let me get one more taste. Hmm. It's like <clears throat> I can taste the citra for sure. Yeah. Other words, I don't know, but I'm guessing that's what the other things that I'm feeling. But like, it's a double IPA, and it's crisp. Like it feels crisp on my tongue yeah. going down. It doesn't feel like that real bad hoppy taste that fills your mouth when it's a bad IPA. Uh-huh. You know, like the hop just i don't get that it's like crisp and smooth going down that that's i think that's a perfect uh explanation of how bearded iris tastes all i feel like all their ipas hit like this like it's 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 exactly what you said it's crisp but it doesn't there's no there's no gnarly like Aftertaste crazy weird or like, or like yeah some weird yeah. hoppy flavor that like yeah. you're like somebody didn't do something right here you know right. what i'm saying right Mm-mm-mm. you know i'm gonna have to be careful with it though because your boy got an empty stomach so <laughs> it might be real interesting coming here in about 20 minutes mm, your boy <laughs> fucked up on that one um i know but why we wait for our guests <clears throat> how about we get into one topic you know this is you know the happy hour show so it is structured like the traditional quick sixer uh our traditional quick sixer podcast and we haven't done one in a minute this has been like yeah. I don't know. And you know what this one is? We invited Shanda on for. You know, you know what we did it for? That for Women's the, History Month. Women's History Month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. For that Women's History Month. We were reaching out trying to see uh what women's from breweries would come on and like hang out. Yeah. And one of my first thoughts was, oh shit. Well, why don't we, you know, that would be sick. We get somebody from Bearded Iris. So that's yeah. that's how we did it. But um you guys, we got to shout out all, I mean, we're super stoked to have Shane on. We got to shout mm-hmm. out all the women that we uh, have been associated with all these breweries, like the Bro. Beer Fairy. Beer Fairy. Jennifer so, over Jennifer. at McLeod. And speaking of, speaking of all these women, you know, your girl Shanda wants to come in. So oh, you ready shit. for her? I mean, Are you I'm wanna... actually kind of glad because we didn't start a topic yet. Let's go ahead. Bring her in. All right. <clears throat> And here comes Shanda. <laughs> I really hope we're saying your name right. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. Welcome. How's it going? Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Happy to be here. Shanda, if you don't mind, introduce yourself real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, my name is Shanda Grubbs, and I am from Beard Iris Brewing. Cool. Woo-hoo. Well, as you see, we've already started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, so, okay. 
So we're doing the rhyme and the reason one-on-one, nice. on one, okay? I, I just showed off the other other <laughs> ones we got. And uh, so I got Clairvoyant over here, Chasing Rainbows, the regular home style, and the anniversary triple home style. Chilling all right. Here. Quite the lineup. <laughs> We're not going to get through all those. properly based on coast. <laughs> Happy to see it. Yeah, yeah. So um, we were just talking about um, shit about having basically trying to get uh, someone on for Women's History Month, and we reached out to you, and you kindly obliged. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Tell us, what, like, what do you do over at? Oh, and I'm drinking out of that that fancy. Bowl. <laughs> Look at you! I love this and rocking the shirt. Like, it's oh a- yeah, I told what? you. I mean, we talk about you guys all the time. I fucking. Well, we have- that's that's wonderful really really appreciate it um so i am one of the uh founders and owners of bearded iris uh but my official job title i think is marketing manager (laughs) uh but i wear many hats as we all do we have a very versatile team of a lot of people who are willing to just kind of jump in and do all the things so mm-hmm. um we all we all wear many hats here that's cool so we that's- we actually before you got on we're talking about your five-year anniversary uh mm-hmm. and since you're one of the co-founders i want to know like how has things changed have they gotten bigger like what what all is was going on uh well it's been a wild ride <laughs> <laughs> i think for for everyone um particularly for the the hospitality industry for food mm. and bev generally uh, the past year has been one pivot after another i think right. um but it's been it's been interesting it's been fun it's been crazy it's been hard it's been stressful mm-hmm. all of the things um but somehow along the way we've picked up just like an incredible crew of people and honestly it's like what keeps us all coming to work every day and keeps us Mm -hmm. trucking along. And we've also picked up some incredible (laughs) fans and friends along the way. And it's just, they make it all worth it. They love (laughs) it. So I'm not in in Nashville, but Pat is. And Mm. every time, so when we started our podcast back, every time we were bringing our special beers on, he had to bring up Bearded Iris. He was like, I mm-hmm. got to get in contact with him. I got to get in time. So it's it was, really, it was, it's really definitely a pleasure for, for us mm-hmm. to have you on. Especially me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, at, so I was at a work party <clears throat> the first time that I went to Bearded Iris. Cause we, we moved to Nashville from LA and we were, do, we were doing like production shit and then um, moved to Nashville. My wife got a job here. So I was like, oh, fuck it, let's go. And she was at a work party. She's like, "Hey, we're having it at this this brewery. It's like in Germantown." That's what. She, and I was like, "All right, sick. Let's go." And um, so we go, and it's you guys. And I was like, "This is this might be the best beer I've had in this city." Like honestly, because awesome. I don't know if you can see our these trophies back here, but um, this one is from McLeod Ale. It's Van Nuys, California. That's Russian River, and this is Santa Monica Brew Works. These yeah. are all like past sponsor stuff. So, but there's, I mean, there's tons of other quick six or shit in here, but um, it's, it, it was one of those things. Like when we started, we started the podcast back up to um, try to hit, like it, it was during right when COVID hit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
and we're like well shit a lot of our uh brewery friends are like really hurt like maybe yeah. yeah so like maybe we can maybe we can help them out like show their beers off on the show and like tell people how to get them and like because a lot of people were doing like you can order or call right. us and we'll like you know you know you can drop them off in the like on the, <laughs> on the loading dock or something yep so, <laughs> so we're like all right well we're gonna reach out and start this thing back up and yeah i don't know i've been hyping it for a minute <laughs> i'm sure everyone has appreciated you guys doing that it's just it's been tough you know people have had to be very flexible do things they've never done i mean mm-hmm. we thankfully didn't have to do this but many breweries had to shift entirely to canning having never canned anything you know mm-hmm. um i'm thankful that we got some of that under our belt before it all hit and we were able to to pivot to package mm-hmm. in that way but that was still tough and there's also a difference you know um not being able to have a, a draft home style at a concert like come on, <laughs> yeah. you know uh so it's been it's been really interesting but the past five years have been have been cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah and and all the things so thank you guys so much for hyping us it truly means the world Uh, and i saw you take a sip of something what were you drinking yeah Yeah, what you got i'm still at the brewery right now uh but i am so i ran over and got a uh pour of metropolitan which we just released monday it's a was a quick team favorite um okay. it's really nice the motueka comes through in like a really pleasant like uh citrus electricity kind of thing um right, but it's also right. really, really rounded and and soft and it's a it's a crusher it's only like six five so you can just oh you know, nice perfect for Drew. Drew, yeah <laughs> drew's always bitching about um, like so i got a couple of these in the back that are like you know pretty high like that triple is a 10 yep. And this, the reason's nine. Yeah, <laughs> this like, is eight. Yep. <laughs> Drew's talking about, he's like, I haven't even eaten today. So yeah, I I gotta, I'm going to take my time. But because yeah. like, I am more on the lighter beer. Like I like the lighter beers more. Yep. Um, just because I don't get the body weight. I can't, I can't hang <laughs> with these like tens. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, uh, I, 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 no, I you want to have a few you know <laughs> yeah. you don't want to like feel the first one immediately like you're in a, yeah. in a conversation yeah. you want to roll with it like mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. the lower abv myself yeah as well. <laughs> yeah we've been actually speaking of we're, we're doing a thing with somebody pretty soon and they they're releasing a what was it drew a low-cal hazy ipa oh yeah how do you yeah. feel about that um, I, so I am very intrigued by the idea. I love when yeah. people try new things. I think it's like, yeah. I'm always about it, right? Like experimentation is how we evolve. It's how we yeah. move forward, not only as individuals, but as an industry. And I think there really is like a, a market for locale. Um, mm. but if you're drinking locale, like you still want it to be flavorful. You still yeah. want it have all of the qualities of what you would normally purchase or order mm-hmm. um so i'm all about it like anytime someone releases a new low abv or locale um offering i will always try it mm. especially if i'm doing if i'm going somewhere like you know i'm going to like family dinner or in the olden days going to a party and like <laughs> you, buy, you know slow roll throughout the day you're going to a cookout yeah. like mm-hmm. 
you know. Well, you know uh, speaking of like trying new things and, you know, you're into the innovation. Yeah. I wanted to ask you a little bit. So you collaborated with a couple yeah. of breweries for these. What was that collaboration like? <laughs> well, it wasn't how we would have preferred it to be, you know, mm -hmm. um, in, in the olden days, of course, we would have been able to have everyone here and, mm. you know, collab brews are so much fun because if you only know, you know, one of the brewers, you get to probably meet their whole team or several people from their team. Or yeah. if it's an old friend, you just get to hang out for the weekend. And um, mm -hmm. I think everyone in the industry, but certainly we really love like collaboration. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Not, you know, only in the abstract sense of like collaboration, <laughs> teamwork, you know, <laughs> um, but those, those moments where you just get to have dinner with, you know, brewers from New York or whatever, and you just get to shoot the shit and, and also talk about the thing we all still love. And yeah. it's really a, an awesome experience. So given COVID, we weren't able to do that, but we yeah. wanted to kind of have some of that feel again. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So we chose basically our, you know, six other kind of, best friend breweries that yeah. we really admire. Um, also, you know, East Coast, West Coast. And mm -hmm. we just opened up a dialogue with them about it. And it had to take place virtually. Um, yeah. But we still got a lot of the fun back and forth uh, that we normally get, you know, in yeah. person. So That's super cool. So I don't know if this is like too behind the curtain, but like when you collab with them, is it just like you bounce ideas off of each other, then the beer kind of the, the brainstorm happens and then you make it is that how that goes yeah in in the more or less that's how it goes especially in a virtual or digital sense so right. you know normally you'd have the recipe kind of developed beforehand based on that back and forth just you know right. someone throwing out hey what if we did this or what if we use this what if we tried this approach um cool. and that's the fun of, yeah. of the club and then normally you know you'd come They'd come here, we'd go there, uh, and then you actually brew it together. So you have the experience of brewing it together as well. We missed out on that portion of yeah. it, um, but still got to have the back and forth about recipe development, which is mm. part of the fun and part of the learning. You know, yeah. everyone is has their own techniques. Everyone has preferences and things yeah. they've, they've picked up mm -hmm. along the way. And, um, it's really cool to be able to learn from each other as well. Yeah, that's super cool. So yeah. it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> Speaking of just, I mean, you, you talking about collaboration, like, and uh, mixing recipes and whatnot, like, how did you get interested in, like, why, why, why was, why was brewing beer the thing for you? Like, what, what, <laughs> what happened there? What clicked? Well, I don't brew the beer. So. But I mean, like you, you're a co-owner. So like you had to <laughs> like, am, all right, um, I'm throwing on this. Like, what was what that? What happened is I fell in love with a brewer. <laughs> ah, there we go. And there it is. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yep, there it is. And uh, actually on our, our first date, I ordered an IPA. Um, Uh-oh. That was the moment. I probably tell you what it was. Honestly, <laughs> I don't remember. I was just getting into, at that point in my life, getting into IPAs. I have always and will always be an IPA drinker. It's just, I, I love the style. I love hops. 
Um, and Bearded Iris has made me even more of like a diehard fan about that. Uh, um, but we, um, you know, we, we fell in love. The rest is history. And uh, he and, and his childhood best friend and, you know, partner and then everyone just kind of <laughs> came together. We had this like really solid group of friends that came together with this passion and idea and mm-hmm. yeah. Here we are. Now is it? Yeah. That's what's up though. That, yeah. That's pretty cool. What were you doing before? Like um so I have been in the marketing industry um for like eight years and mm-hmm. in the brewing industry now for you know probably six. Uh, so it happened to just really work out like perfectly that I was already in marketing and then just took over our marketing, um, for the brewery kind of from, from day one. So it does, I feel like that's how that works. Like when you enter a new realm, a new industry or whatever, you still have to take all of your skills that you learned and utilize it to build up in the Mm. new situation like for me you know me and pat also were filmmakers originally like i am still a filmmaker over here in la yeah and i also am a digital marketing director for a nonprofit in memphis yep so like i have to do all the things that i know how to do for you know the brand that i work for in memphis and then all Mm -hmm. this so i i understand like you had to like you had to like pick up okay so now how i'm gonna market (laughs) you know now that i know that mm-hmm. I'm going to start a brewery. Like, what am yeah. I going to do? It was That's honestly, sick. it was really a, a, quite a natural fit. Um, my education is in writing. So I have an MFA in fiction. Um, so like a huge part of beer marketing is, mm-hmm. you know, social media or writing tantalizing beer descriptors. <laughs> and for me, that was fun. It still is a blast. It's like my favorite part of yeah. my job. Um, yeah. Because it's just, it's fun to imagine like how to describe something yeah. to someone else, you know? Uh, and that's been great. So it was really, it was a very natural fit. And then I just kind of continued to pick up other tasks um, as my skill set grew. And uh, I do all of our can design now too. I like oh, talk about graphic great. design. Wow. <laughs> um, I was going to ask about it. <laughs> I was <laughs> interested and, and wanted to, and I think, like I was saying in the beginning, you know, Bearded Iris is just somehow a team of people who are constantly wanting to learn and grow and we provide the space for that. So it's like, mm. hey, you want to teach yourself graphic design and take over label design? Cool, do it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been really great. It was a natural fit and it's fun to just continue to, to expand, you know, like my skill set here as that's well super sick yeah super and like sick. here is the best thing to market you know it's not like difficult uh oh, yeah. <laughs> someone who enjoys it um mm-hmm. someone who truly enjoys it and is very much like a, a craft beer drinker like yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. a great job it's a lot yeah. of fun well i mean if you got the best brewery in a city then <laughs> come on how hard can it be well, you know what <laughs> I don't know if we can I, that. I will claim that for you. I'm putting we're, that stake in the ground. Go, go ahead and uh, just go ahead and put, trying to make it. Go ahead and put Pat Artist quote. That's brew in the city. That's all you need. And everybody will come by it. You come and see, you'll see a flag out in front of the <laughs> right in front in the rocks <laughs> out in front. Right I really across the sky. Just write it in. 
I, I really think that's, it's interesting that you taught yourself the graphic design and like you want to do the, the labels and stuff. Well, like our last guest was like a graphic designer from Indie mm-hmm. Bruco uh, Brewery in LA. Cool. And he was talking about like how he was doing, sorry, I keep bumping my mic. Uh, by the way, I just moved, so I've got this new place, and I haven't moved in yet. I was like, he's really minimalist. I'm he's very sitting minimalist. in a lawn chair right now. I'm like, sitting in a lawn chair. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I just, just came to test a out lawn the laundry chair. machine. Like, I'm not even... So, anyway, so he was talking about being, like, an artist and, and like, you know, finding new, like, networking and finding people or whatever, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he ended up in the brew uh, world. Like, he, would love, he loved this brewery. He wanted to, like, do stuff. And I was like... Mm-hmm damn, you know, like the craft brewing industry is so popular that it attracts people from different worlds. Like filmmakers want to go in there. Graphic designers, writers want to go in there. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's just- Skateboarders are up in there right now. Skateboarders for sure. Uh, It's crazy. Yeah. I think it's just, I think the wonderful thing about beer and something that I'm really, really passionate about personally but also like when it comes to beer iris beer is that it's sort of like a like a unifier right it's kind of like this basically accessible thing you know like be it you tried a budweiser at 15 with your grandpa (laughs) or whatever like people have these memories associated with beer and there's this culture that builds naturally from it uh for me people starting at a young age and and i think that's so cool because if you can tap into it, and if you can speak to that in someone else, then like you find that unity with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think then like the craft beer scene is just about elevating that experience and elevating mm-hmm. those flavors and, and the mouthfeel and all those things about the beer. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really cool. I think that's yeah. why people are attracted to it. Funny you mentioned that entire thing because we're doing a show We've been posting about it. We've done, we put out three episodes. One went out today. It's called BFFs. It's called Beer Friends Forever. And it's about, like, basically, I interview somebody and they tell me a beer that is attached to their life and somehow. Hmm. Okay. So just like what you're saying, like the, the Budweiser with Grandpa at yeah. 15, like, it might have been a little bit younger for me, you know. You, you, you <laughs> <laughs> hey, you we're not here to judge, okay? <laughs> I mean, you, your boy has way too much Anheuser Busch apparel, and and just not. It wasn't all bought from like I didn't buy it all. You know what I'm saying? But um, my family has an affinity for for that. But, the artists uh, love the Budweisers. Good lord! If you could get an IV, like come on. <laughs> and anyways, we're doing this show called BFFs, and um, our last episode was about Budweiser because yeah, yeah, because my family just uh, can't. It, it, I don't know what what the deal was. Like I don't know it's what it so, is. They won't change from it. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's like a culture. I mean, it's like a. Mm-hmm. So I think there's something interesting about. Well, this is true across the board, but you know, like brand, the idea of brand loyalty, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, my grandfather drank Budweiser. He was a Bud man, and then like mm-hmm. my dad became a Bud man, and now That's I'm it. a Bud man. It's like generational. Hundred percent. It's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. But like that now, like what are the new generational beer choices at this point? You know, I think that's something that, interesting to think about. Like, that does that exist actually, still in the craft industry? I, 
you know what i'll bet you it, it will develop i don't know if it exists currently but yeah. i'll bet you because i mean this whole uh, i know craft breweries have been around forever but like the last 20 years have been a huge boom yeah. for them you know like right. people are really recognizing like oh man like this is my local shit i'm gonna go like i like them i'm gonna support them so they go and buy them and they're to find something that maybe equates to what they grew up on you know right but so i, I think mm-hmm. that might be i mean you guys could be that for nashville honestly i, I think well pat i think you make i'm a not good fucking point. around I, I'm for real. I think you make a good point because like we grew up like you said uh chanda is like our our family are had like my dad was a milwaukee's best like he that's what he drank yeah. and i when i we used to buy that cheap beer in the you know the gas station or whatever <laughs> i would like try it and i'm like i don't like beer i like what why why does my dad drink this but like our generation 95 <laughs> our generation got into the the craft brewing like yep. we just yeah. everybody got into that so i think at some point when we become older it will be like that, like where we're like, yeah. no, you have to get this kind of beer because yeah. when we bring, if I bring this beer to our cabin on the lake and my dad sees it, he's like, what are you, like, what you know what I'm saying? That? But like when we uh, get older, yeah. we're going to be like, what brewery did you get that from? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me the story no. of it. Yeah, story. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me the brewer's name. Involved. I want to... <laughs> wait so I, what were your so what were your beers so yours was Budweiser uh, yeah my I, so mine, mine yeah Stella was was Drew's Drew's was episode oh two. Stella Ooh, that's a good choice that's a good I one. love Stella though Dude, I, 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 love Stella. I drank Stella the other Sunday like at a, a like outdoor it, family it's bar like easy too. it's an easy beer to drink but you can't yeah. beat it you can't yeah. beat it and it's like something that's sort of universal like you can yeah. find mm-hmm. it almost everywhere and that's yep. nice you just be like yep. okay cool right yep i'll yeah. take that i know what i'm getting mm-hmm. out of it yeah, i know I what it's it. going to taste like yeah um my beer that i can like i think that really oh. made me realize that like craft was something else mm-hmm. was magic hat number nine. Oh. Yeah, we had somebody on that, that talked about magic hat yeah, yeah like i just remember like <laughs> i was talking to my sister about this the other day because i found one of the like beer caps like in an old <laughs> makeup yeah. bag or something that i was like cleaning out and it's just funny because like that was the first time when i realized i think not only at that point i really liked how the beer tasted and i was like oh everything in the world isn't bud light you know at a yeah. party or whatever mm-hmm. uh but it was the first time that i realized a brand could have a personality that like resonated with mm. me and yeah. like the playfulness of the little like riddles under the cap like i was just like that's it you yeah. know that's so it's like universally appealing somehow because it's fun yeah. And it's not pretentious. Um, <laughs> I, and it like still sticks with me. I, I still think it was a brilliant move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that beer for me was uh, Gotta Get Up to Get Down Brown from uh, what's the brewery in Memphis? The uh, Wiseacre? I think it's Wiseacre. Wiseacres. Yeah. 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 That, that, that was the beer that did the same thing to me. I was like, oh, shit. Like this has like, oh, it's like, oh, you know, it's no, really, it was really good. Cool. I just realized something, Drew. Uh, oh, my God. When I met Drew in college, Drew had a weird, he had a weird beer change. Like he was drinking this other shit 
And then he went straight up to like, he's only going to drink Newcastle brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to Newcastle. This is it. This is the only thing he's going to drink. <laughs> and I was like, wait, why? I, Did you start? I don't, he doesn't know. He I has have, no idea. It was like a peer pressure or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think his roommate was like, I'm buying this is my shit, you know? But like, <laughs> bruh, that might have been why you tried. Gotta go uh, get down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that makes sense. That connect huh. for sure. I'm trying to connect Drew's beer trail. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Like it's if it's you fucked. like I, this podcast has been such a learning experience for me. Like throughout the years that we've done this, like I think we started in 2017. Because like just to think when I what was it? Oh, he's 2015. 2015. Okay, so I uh, there's a place in Memphis called Flying Saucer. Have you heard of yeah. this? Okay, yeah, so this chain, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> it has several beers on tap right i would get coors like that's how simple i was as a beer drinker (laughs) when i was in college isn't that sad isn't that i don't know i think at that i don't know if i had met you at that point i would have thought it was sad but now (laughs) i've come to a circle where i'm to the point of being like what breweries like coors do Mm -hmm. is actually pretty impressive like the, not only just the sheer size and scale of their operation, yeah, but the big. fact that every time you drink that beer, it is exactly the same. Yeah. Achieving that, honing that in is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's so much that goes into that. And so now I see it from that perspective where I'm like, wow, damn, that's respectable, that's you know? That's, yeah. yeah. That's really So good. I might think now if we met and you're drinking a course, I'd be like, I understand. <laughs> he likes Coors. He likes Coors. And yeah. it's yeah. going to be the same exact beer every hey, time. Hey, you know what? I feel like the Anthony Bourdain idea of like any beer, as long as it's cold, is like the beer that I want to drink in a moment. You know? That's like a quote. Like, there's no beer Love that it. I will not drink given the right context or the right moment. Girl, mm, we might be best friends. We might be best friends. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it all depends, you know? Yeah. So like, so mm-hmm. then the question becomes, how do you make the beer that's perfect for every moment? Um, yeah. All of the beers. Um, speaking of all of the beers, I'm going to bust open this rhyme. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, gosh, show it off just a little bit. It's a little bit crispy. So I, full transparency, Drew, um, I uh-huh. put the wrong beer in the freezer. So usually I put the beers in the freezer for 15 minutes before we start the show because we're going to be sitting here for an hour. I don't want them cold, like warm. And <laughs> I put... I, I put uh, the reason not in the freezer and I was like, fuck, I hope I'm going to have to drink that one first. Like, I hope Drew doesn't give a shit. And luckily it was higher ABV, so he didn't care. But um, <laughs> uh, no, after you guys each finish one of those cans, you're going to be like, I don't care about anything. No. Oh, he, it's oh, already, it's already get to that point. We're know? there. We're there. I think, I think I'm like right. I think I'm like right here. It's already. Oh, yeah, dude. they're so smooth. Though. That's the dangerous well, thing about them. Yeah, you didn't get to hear what I was saying. Like when I when I tasted it, because this is so I had a celebration because this is the very first beer that I cracked in my new house. So I was really thank you. Cheers to that. Um, mm-hmm. But I was telling him I was like, okay, so this is a double IPA, and I tasted it, and I yeah. was like, this is crisp but smooth when it goes down and it yeah. doesn't fill my mouth with that hop you know that hoppy thing that a lot of a right. lot of double like ipas do it like it was crisp but it like went down smooth i was like how how mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's mm-hmm. great it's like a, magic 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I know it. It's like a, it's like a good bourbon, you know. You're like, fuck, how'd I drink that so fast? You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm gonna take a sip of this. Um, for just uh, to reel it back, the episode with Budweiser was with my brother, so technically it was his beer to pick. Oh. Now okay. one, and I have yet to do. And I'm gonna make Drew do uh-huh. interview me for it. But <laughs> what's your beer um, gonna be? Sneak peek. I know now gonna be like, a beer I mean, virus so you know actually it might be this, it might be it might be this boy right here it might be but who knows we hope so we would be oh, <laughs> shit i mean you're you're fucking top of the list for whatever it might be anyway so i mean <laughs> anyways yeah uh we got right, topics I, like we, spent we do. Minutes, I was like. just about to ask. Like, <laughs> all right. So in the normal, a normal quick sixer show is uh, six beers, six topics. Me and Drew learned our lesson you real drink quick. Six beers. Not See, that's the, Not that's the lesson we learned. <laughs> See, Shandra. Uh, Shandra, we learned this lesson real quick that uh, We're gonna six the beers way. in an hour with uh, <laughs> then was was a. Uh, we were young. It was, it was a one or two episode <laughs> type of situation. Okay. All right. There was a few episodes, only a few episodes we actually did it, and it was a fucking mess. And like, (laughs) debatably almost got divorced on one of them. Like, (laughs) debated. It's it's a thing, you know what I'm saying? No, I I pulled through. I did something that changed. That is ambitious. Oh, I know. And it was a bad ambition to have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now we. Now we definitely had some guests that were down to clown. They definitely oh, tried God. to get six They in. also did six beers. You guys didn't even tell me that was like the thing that we were oh, doing. Oh, that's the thing. Uh, so happy <laughs> hour. Six pack of cores. <laughs> so the happy hour show is an evolution of the original Quick Sixer right. show when okay. we did that. The happy hour show started when pandemic hit. So we could do stuff for breweries and our friends sure. and stuff. To try to bring some joy when shit was I, the well, world was burning. So I will say I will say this. Still burning. We're still oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Haven't got that shot. People are yeah. like, let's go to the beach. I'm like, fuck you. No. <laughs> uh, I will say this. We did get very popular being ridiculous. Oh my drunk. Oh uh, we got <laughs> we got a lot rough. of listens, and we were like. Why do all these people like to hear us? And we're like, and we oh, figured yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, we figured after it about out. the thirty-minute mark of each of each of our episodes, we you can't it's you can't even understand what we're saying. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys should do like a drunk history thing where you exactly. like oh my God. You drunk history had nothing on us. I mean, as you're drinking them, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty fucked, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But. Anyways, at least everything was in wa- within walking distance at that point, Drew. Like you, <laughs> we could yeah. walk to each other's houses. Like it was, it was a good, good setup we had. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so now that we've gotten all this, all the goodness out of the way, let's let's drop into some of these topics. I feel like I sent you a few, well, six, and uh, I think we should pick and choose at this point because we've 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 gone over some some stuff, like some yeah. good stuff. Oh, here's one got? I want to go back to. So the locale IPA thing. Um, I wrote, what What do you think is the next beer trend of like 2021? I, I saw a lot of like last year, there was a shit ton of hazy IPAs coming in the market. 
We saw shit some jalapenos. Of... We saw some. Oh like... man, some some weird ass some vegetables and shit putting in beers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some, some peppers. Some... Goddamn stone fruit. You know what I'm saying? Stone fruit. Oh. Stone fruit. And stone a lot fruit of lactose. Okay. Yeah. Tons of lactose. So, which I you know I've realized I'm not. It's a hit or a miss for them lactose beers for me, honestly. Yeah. But divisive uh, like ingredients. Some people are all about it. Some people mm. are kind of like, eh, when it works, it works. Some people are yeah. like, hell no. So, I mean, my stomach feels the same way. It works if it works, you know. <laughs> but sometimes it's like, bro, you've made a bad choice. Yeah. But what do you think is the next thing? I mean, you're in the you're in the belly of the beast. Let's let's hear yeah. let's hear what it's about. I think that's a million dollar question. Okay. Um, I would. I definitely would predict seeing more uh, breweries take on the kind of low-cal, high-flavor mm-hmm. um, thing. It's something we've been interested in. We haven't done one yet, but it's something we've talked about for a while. So I think we are still very much interested in that. Um, I think our brewers would like to see a comeback of like lagers and classic oh. styles. Yeah. You, know? you guys uh, making a lager? What? Are you guys making a lager? Well, we do make a lager, Pep Talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we have not made like a ton of lagers. But mm. our new Sylvan Supply location uh, mm-hmm. will definitely feature some lagers. Okay, okay. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, I, I think our brewers would be really down with, with some classic styles coming back. And I yeah, think... Okay that would be a natural turn for the industry. I just, I don't know that this summer is when it turns, but maybe, you know, in a year or two years, mm-hmm. the ship starts to shift. Do you think? Uh, I think more people are gonna make seltzer. I think a lot of people are gonna keep trying to yeah, make seltzers. Dude. Yeah, Even probably. Like, I've seen a lot of conversation around non-alcoholic beers. A lot of that, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lagunitas just released one that's actually pretty good. A non-alcoholic. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. non-alcoholic, yeah. and I it was the it was one of their famous beer, like one of their good beers, and they made it like a they put an in in front of the name. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of it. A little something, I think, right? No, no, that's that, their like low cap. That's like their low cap, I think. The, yeah, I can't remember mm-hmm. what it's called. That's it's like right. NIPA or something like that. But yeah, uh, I I definitely see that trend coming. The non-alcoholic. Yeah, and I see the seltzer mm-hmm. thing. I, I I agree with you. I think people are gonna try to perfect that. Yeah, because because yeah. like once it got mainstream and once those like those uh, popular ones, what's the one truly? And there's yeah. another one. And I think I think I predict a lot of like just yeah, craft breweries taking a stab at that and seeing yeah. like okay, can we make this really good? Can we be super intentional about sourcing fruit for it? You know, like there's so many routes you could mm-hmm. go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. um, I don't think we've seen the end of of seltzers. <laughs> no. uh, I want to I want to ask you something. So whatever you're wearing matches this, and yeah. I think it's I think it's dope. I think it, I think it's a, a, a dope outfit because you Thank matched you. you planned your, it. your shit. You planned yeah, it. I know you did. I was like, damn, that looks familiar, and I was like, oh shit, that's right behind me. So she designs clothes too, you know what I'm saying? She just does I mean, everything. I wish she's Maybe in my like next career. Many hats, you know my what I'm retirement. saying? Hey. I mean, you, you said you wear many hats, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I do, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh oh fuck. Okay. 
Well, yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you guys completely. I think that I think the locale thing is like pretty interesting. <clears throat> Actually, would... we can we can say who it was. They already announced what it is. It's uh, the Carl Strauss's new um, collaboration with. Yeah. Fuck, I, I forget. But um, they it's a locale IPA. Um, they just post they posted a shit ton of a, about it this earlier that's this cool. week. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying it. I. You know, and, and like before we move on to the next topic, I will say like if if the trend goes back to loggers, I, I think that will really hit hard because like yeah. that's like mm-hmm. what I would go to yeah. because like remember when I said like I went to Flying Saucer and I got Coors or whatever, yep. I, it was because I didn't know the difference between so-and-so and so-and-so. There's a lot of mm-hmm. people out there like me who obviously didn't do a podcast for five years and, <laughs> and know like different kinds of beers and they see lager and they're like, oh yeah, that's the kind of beer that I normally drink. Let me get that. Well, mm-hmm. I think when you taste a lager, to you, it tastes like beer, right? Like in oh, a yeah. basic sense. Like you're that's, like, yeah, yeah, that's a beer. That right. is the beer flavor, uh, yeah. And I think that's like, I think that's cool. I think it's accessible. I think it's welcoming. Yeah. I think it's all mm-hmm. of the things that we want beer to be. So mm-hmm. what if you just made like a really good one? Yeah, yeah. I mean- Everyone's talking about how <clears throat> when their country fully opens back up, if someone had like a dope lager that really hit, like, I mean, lager, it feels like the most American ass beer there is, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, if, if someone had one that hit really hard, like it could be, it could be a big deal for them, you know? Like, yeah. well, even, even if, it, especially if there were like national, but if they were local, fuck you could have huge parties on just based on that <laughs> yeah what if you were opening a tap room in sylvan supply in sylvan park in nashville who even knows through loggers shit who even what knows <laughs> who who knows about these things um <laughs> when drew comes here to shoot another gibson thing then we'll we'll stop by and we'll, we'll see we'll see what's up with that logger yeah, well, you, you will definitely have to come. The tap room over in Sylvan Park is looking very cool. We're all so excited to open it. It's getting really, really close. Nice. And it's looking like a place that could serve people beer and make beer. And like, be great. yeah. Incredible. And we just need Incredible. the world to be in a different place. So yeah, such a dope area too. It is. There's a lot of like a lot of stuff coming over there. A lot of build out going. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. We're very hey, are, super. Are cool. you guys like Nashville locals, or why did y'all choose Nashville for the brewery? Um, my husband and uh, his best friend, who are two of the founders, um, grew up in Murfreesboro, so like a little bit oh, okay. mm-hmm. of Nashville, and um, we all kind of converged back on Nashville when the plans yeah. started to come together to start Bearded Iris, and it just seemed like a really great spot, like. A lot of cool things are happening in food and bev here um, and were, you know, five, six years ago Mm -hmm. as well. And there's just not a lot, at that time, there wasn't a lot of breweries. Um, There still Mm -hmm. aren't in comparison to places like Asheville, for example. But um, it just seemed like a good, a good spot to open a brewery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you weren't wrong. Like, it's not getting any smaller. The city yeah. <laughs> it would yes. definitely a better market than if you went back to Murfreesboro for that. Because, like, yes. um, it's it's not as accessible. There's not a lot of people there. So for sure. But uh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to bet 
that we are all around the same age and all remember these Columbia House mail-in order catalog things for DVDs and movies and CDs. You don't remember these things? No. no. Oh my God. How did you guys? All right. Fuck it. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> skip it. Wait, Next so I'm skipping like, it walk, then. Fuck it. Walk us through though. You get like a catalog in the mail. All right. All right. All right. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. You're to the only forefront. one year older than me. Like how? Bruh. Come on now. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So they used to have these things where kind of like a Sears catalog from the fucking ancient era that you could fill out a form and basically you buy one movie and you get like five for free and it was all like VHS as you pick from a catalog right you like check <laughs> a box deal. yeah it was a good deal but then like you get some shitty small movies? print and this in the small print no 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 in the small print it'd be like and you're committed to doing this five more times like Whoa, so you're technically okay. buying you know five or 20 fucking movies Only five films yeah, and, Again, in the long run, you're you're committed to buying like 20 movies. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I was I, I was looking at something like some throwback shit from whatever, like saying like only this era people will remember this thing. And I remember it was like the same time frame where people were sending like those AOL dial discs in, you know, like the free trial, and then like in the same mail you'd get one of those things. Like, and I'm like. I only did it one time. I was mm -hmm. wondering if you guys ever did it, but obviously you guys never did it. So no, no. we didn't wait, but you did it one time. So you got 25. I did one time, but no, no? I did a CD one. So, oh, okay. I, yeah. Yeah. I, so, um, I remember something called like BME, which was like, same thing. A, it's the same thing where you like did the, you yeah, tell yeah, them yeah. your preferences of music and they would send mm -hmm. you a, a couple CDs every, every month or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. what you're talking about. It, uh, well it is if they can do it right but i like <laughs> i remember me and a buddy of mine when we we're doing like comedy youtube videos or whatever we made fun of it and like <laughs> apparently like they would send shitty ass music every time just like whatever they had available oh, no, no matter what overstock yeah oh <laughs> like overstock cds hell nah so uh pat what was the cd that you chose that oh you please tell me this will probably pick i was really bummed if you were gonna ask that but uh yes all right so um creed mine, like keep no it wasn't creed. Oh, it wasn't no, creed. this is this Nickelback. is pre, this is this is pre-creed okay this is pre-creed okay. i think oh, i was like I, no it might have been around that era but um i think i was like legit 10 years old my parents were like we're gonna let you do it. Like, pick whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, Usher, dick. Oh, Bruh. no, no, no. I think. All right. So I know I legit remember one of them. What? One of them was for sure. Smash Mouth. Oh, Smash Mouth. Yeah, everyone owned that CD. Everybody had Smash Mouth. I know, I know. But that was like, I was like, I want this, and like, oh. if I get five fucking CDs for free, then whatever. But. Well, I yeah, know that was what it. What were the five that you got? Shit, what I don't know. I, honestly, I, I feel like... All right, so don't... Actually, fuck it. I don't care if you judge me. I feel like <laughs> one of them was like a a disco album. Like, for yeah. sure, disc, like a, a disco Weird. hits album. Cool. Could get behind that. You know what? I'm doing this thing right now where 
I listen, I've been listening to Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all time from, yeah. from one to 500. So I started oh, at the yeah. top and I'm on 80, 89, um, like, 80, no, I'm on 90 now. I've listened to 90 albums this year. Okay. Dang. And I, yeah, listen to Erica Badu's Baduism today. Before That's that was the David shit. Bowie's. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. Before that was David Bowie's Hunky Dory. And before that was Miles Davis' Bitches Brew. Which, mm-hmm. Bitches mm. Brew. I'm going to let you in on that. So this has brought me down a whole like musical journey. So, yeah. but I think this is kind of like what sparked the idea of bringing this topic up because I was like, man, what, like what gaps? Like I, I was, I fucking had this like Smash Mouth album back when I was, you know, 10 years old, whatever what gaps did i miss growing up you know so i started this thing and i think that kind of spawned the idea of like oh man like what was i listening to then like when i you know you could first like for real remember what you were listening to and uh man this thing this list has brought me down a a whole journey bitches brew in general like just in particular um i learned so it's a it's a jazz album right miles Mm -hmm. And uh, it's only seven tracks, okay? The first two tracks were an entire record. Like, they're a half hour apiece, the first two songs. Damn. Mm. Yeah, it's nuts. And then the rest of it is another record. So it was a double album, right? But I'm like, I open it up. I open it up in iTunes. I'm like, what is this? Like, why is it so fucking long? And then uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here listening, doing work or whatever. And my wife comes in and she's like, oh, what song are you on? I'm like still number one like it's still (laughs) we're still going he's killing it and uh there's like little bios of why they chose the album right and um this particular one has a deluxe version so this one is like an hour and a half long the deluxe one is like two and a half hours long (laughs) the complete recordings are four and a half hours long. <laughs> the four and a half. <laughs> um, bruh, guess how many days? All right, I'm gonna take a poll. Us three. I know okay. the answer, but how many days do you think it took to record this? Oh, uh, he's a genius. So probably did it in a day. To be honest, Jenna, what do you? Five think? days. <sighs> Split the difference, bro. It's three days. Three days. <laughs> three days. He recorded with like you know a superstar cast, obviously, but um, anyways, that's awesome. It's 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 yeah. been a journey, and I think what the fucking Columbia. <laughs> you should do it. I'm trying to convince yeah, people. Yeah, I want to do it now. Do it. Yeah. It's it's great. They just released the last year, I think their their update. But it, man, the, the top hundred's got some fucking bangers in it for real. No doubt. Like, a couple a couple Bowie couple mm-hmm. couple outcasts lots Ooh. of beetles lots, lots of beetles obviously god damn that's but cool it's pretty fire anyways i think i i want to thank columbia uh recording of <laughs> nailing things i feel like they that's out they sent me to, uh... they set me on this path a long time ago oh <laughs> uh, anyway yeah um fuck that i'll i'll say like the only like our generation the only mail-in thing that I remember is from like in school CCS. when they, 
well, CCS obviously was a skateboarding thing, but like in school, they did that, uh, that like science pamphlet and you could like order like science kits on it or books. Uh, I forgot oh, what it's called. Like Scholastic. Scholastic. Yeah. When they had that, they would give it to you in class and you would like register and you had to ask your mom all that shit. That's the only thing I remember. Bruh, my parents were not about giving their fucking credit card number to no piece of paper. No. They were tripping <laughs> on some scholastic. No, and it, it bummed me out because I was like, man, I could only read so many books a year and get points to save up for this thing. Like, right. <sighs> well, anyway. uh, well, Shonda, you did, how, oh. how much time you got? We got uh, a, yeah, how yeah. much, how many topics we got, Pat? Trying to have I mean, we can we can keep going if you want, but I mean, it's it. We don't want to uh, keep you. We we I mean, yeah, we yeah. do this thing. We we do several topics, but like, uh, we don't want to run. We don't keep you. Yeah. Going. Well, I have time for one more question, and then I have to go buy some rollerblades. So. Okay. All right. The question is, why don't are you ask her roller about blades? the rollerblades? <laughs> don't ask her. That's her own business. That's her own business. Nah, no, bro. It is our business now. Um, <laughs> I tell us. No, I wanna, you know, I okay, so the backstory is when I was born, my parents owned a skating rink. Dope. Where? Um, in Nebraska. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Peak 80s, right? That's like, amazing. Late 80s. Um, and so since so i grew up like roller skating my parents were like competition roller skaters oh uh, shit that's a that's awesome and, and recently last weekend uh my 11 year old niece had her birthday party at a roller skating rink so like that's coming back around kids are now having parties oh at roller shit, skating really rink. uh so we had to go of course and yeah not a great roller skater anymore mm -mm. oh man you no know, it does come back but like it's yes. been a while yeah but i was like man this is like i want to get good at this again you know and get so out then i was like maybe i should buy some roller blades maybe i should I get out so. there on mm -hmm. the street and rollerblade a little get out them streets get out yeah. on the streets uh i'm yeah. also like teaching myself to skateboard so there you go there you go so that's a new thing that i'm doing love that uh, love that so it's all part of like just i guess wheels yeah. wheel the around you know what i'm saying if you if you want some hook all right so i assume uh if you're learning to skateboarding uh there there's a couple of dope resources in nashville for this um yeah. there's a ladies skate night and a ladies skate nashville instagram um that you should join which is sick it's like all ladies sessions so yeah. like there's no there's no judgment there's like, all right. right so when me and drew were growing up skate me and drew both skateboard um when we were growing up there was a big um stigma about people like being real good and then like skating with people that are um uh less good i guess yeah. you could say or just starting yeah. out like you didn't really skate together kind of deal yeah and um but this is like a no judgment zone the people that run it are sick i can introduce you if you want and <clears throat> they have lady skate nights over at sixth avenue if you want to do that yeah which i can get you some passes if you want you know your boy was a manager over there for a minute you know what i'm saying um <laughs> uh but 
yeah if you want to hook up on skateboarding in nashville like go ahead and hit your boy up i, I yes. got you i will let you know we're gonna actually like we're starting this new thing for the brewery um well we haven't officially started it but we're going to where we all uh learn something over the course of like 30 days i love that and we're gonna video it and put it on the interwebs so <laughs> love every bit that. of this uh, mainly me breaking my arm, learning to skateboard. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you knock out what you won't break it, you know. It will but hurt. It be really fun. So my thing, we are we kind of challenged our whole team to like find, like think of something that they've always wanted to learn to do, or you know, kind of know how to do or whatever. And over the course of thirty days, we're all gonna like learn to do those things. So that's so sick. Um, mine is skateboarding originally i came out real strong and i was like i want to learn to kick flip in 30 days and i was like oh Jesus. fuck okay. literally never been on any board any <laughs> oh wow so, like probably not happening <laughs> all right like, so what do you guys think what's a reasonable thing that like all right. i could learn i will say like i have like decent like balance and athletic ability i'm not like okay clumsy but i i think a kickflip is like way out of my it's a probably minute out of the way. yeah Shove but it. like what is reasonable in 30 days having never been on any type of board ever shove it shove it and you could probably get a pretty decent ollie in that time okay yeah. ollie and like shove it shove it do you, you know what a shove it is no it's like All where right. you take the board and you it turns 180 like, so like like you're standing on it like it's like this on it like this like this you do that throw the board and you land on it so you pop like in the air yeah yes yes, ma'am so (laughs) so there's a there's a pop shove it there's a pop shove it and then there's a shove it you kind of scoop it with your back foot and scoop it with your back foot and it turns 180 you like you could test it out like get on your board tonight and just like yeah. do that shove shove your back foot behind you when you're on the Throw board your and back it'll foot. go in front of you and you'll be like oh okay that's where it lands okay you okay. kind of lift right. your front foot straight up and your front foot will guide it and throw your back foot like scoop it behind you and your front foot will catch it yeah and then okay. you just lay it down you guys have a lot of confidence in me like i've literally never 100 percent oh well that's so you got it to be honest it. like there got are it. two things that the beginners learn first it's shove it and it's ollies like that's like okay. the two things and Street the shove things. it is easier than the ollie because all you do is just just go boop that's true like three that. things though uh it's how to fall there's okay. there's oh. a way to fall that's true okay. what are your give me your tips right now for falling roll don't put your, yeah roll don't put your elbow down no okay. elbow. just fucking arm it you know like, yeah. like dead body <laughs> lay it out because if you elbow down you're breaking something okay for sure yeah and you're first off you're you should have your knees bent most of the time anyway so you should be pretty close to the ground but like when you fall the key is to roll like the key is to like yeah like yeah most of the time like when you're a pro skateboarder you have to learn like like let's say you're doing a 360 flip off of a 12 set you have to learn how it feels to get on there so like they will do the trick, but like barely not land it and then like have to roll out and they don't mm-hmm. get hurt, which is crazy yeah. to think about. You know? Yeah. Also, uh, another big thing is uh, trust yourself. Like if you feel like you're not going to land it or 
you feel like it's wrong, kick it away. Like, mm. you know, That's you'll different. learn to feel your body move in the motions. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's that's the quick weird. tips of the day. This it's is quick. so great, guys. Like, I feel like I could probably need a separate session where I just like <laughs> yeah, set up the video, but I'm also on the skateboard and you just like coach oh. me through. We can do it. We, we can, can do, do it. it. You know, we should set this thing quick up. Quick six or skate lessons. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you guys should do. You should teach your guests to like do skateboarding tricks. Oh, man. Legit. When I was working at the shop, uh, when I first moved here, I didn't know what I was going to do because I moved just from production work like you know producing tv and shit and i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do uh and i applied to work at the skate shop at sixth avenue and i was like fuck i don't i don't i don't know about this whole lessons thing guys I, i'm not really about like teaching like childs how to do shit you know? <laughs> and they were like oh no nah, bro you got it and i was like all right cool i'll try it my first lesson and my only lesson, I did one lesson ever, <laughs> was with a kid that was two and a half years old. Oh, no. This boy fucking hated me, bro. Like, oh. I don't know why. It was because his dad was like his hero, right? Like, his, yeah. and his dad was there. That was yeah. like watching. I was like, bro, this kid fucking hates me. He doesn't want to listen to anything <laughs> I say. No. He's just like sitting on the ramps and like running around and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> how am i get this kid Come to roll on, man like he i don't even think he gave me daps afterwards like he just kind of dipped out like Aww. he was like ah oh, fuck you two and you a know? half bro you can't and that was it. yeah that's very that seems really young yeah well yeah you you think and I, I mean he still goes there but the next time he had a lesson he straight he came up to me he was like you know his little baby yeah. fist he's like yeah, little bro. tiny little baby yeah. fist i was like fuck yeah bud <laughs> but <laughs> it's weird to say fuck yeah to a two-year-old you know <laughs> you can't be saying that you can't be saying that well trying to thank awesome. you so much i mean this is you've told us so much about you know your experience with the brewery i, I think you know mm-hmm. i think you guys are going to definitely push this pandemic and come out with some great stuff because I mean, just with the five-year anniversary stuff, you you guys like collaborating with people like, it's really That's dope. Cool. So I appreciate you talking with us. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank I mean, you for uh, featuring us. We appreciate the love always. Oh, yeah, I mean, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> or I personally am gonna push featuring you on you guys, Andrew, so many times. <laughs> but, uh, the rhyme and the reason. So I know we talked about you guys did some bottles and um stuff but the rhyme and the reason the ones that i could pick up and oh fuck it i forgot to talk about it it was my first ever um beer release thing i ever i did ever like ever done it's like a a beer release for a specific thing wait you've never gone to a beer release well no like uh, we started the the show and people would just send us shit i know i never oh you mean like you're featuring something like from a specific well uh yeah but like a limited you know a limited release window type of deal where i actually had income i could go and get it you know (laughs) living in la you're broke as fuck all the time unless you're Mm -hmm. drew basley and he can just do whatever he wants no 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 Uh, (laughs) okay but um (laughs) but um yeah no this this was my first beer release that i actually like went on the website and yeah how was the web experience for you actually very good i was gonna tell you like it's it's it was 
it was it was no fucking sneakers app what i've heard the horror stories of that shit like trying to get jordans on yeah. release day or whatever mm. but uh no this was it was really smooth like for everyone listening it was really smooth um the ordering like the clicking and things like you don't have to worry about uh when you add something to the cart if it's gonna go away if you yeah. try to like buy more stuff like it's it's like sealed in there which was really okay, cool and good. really reassuring so good um I hear that we did a lot of like work on the front end with our um web firm to really try to ensure as much as we could we still had some glitches but to try yeah. to ensure that you know it was as smooth as it could be we don't yeah. know you know this is our first online release as well oh cool that's we've cool. spent the past several anniversaries trying to kind of hone in how to throw like a great party yeah, yeah. And, it was like, and here's covid no parties there you go pivot well um, so we were just trying as much as we could to make it you know like a less stressful experience uh 100 yeah. and i mean uh i mean the the whole thing was legit like and it said at the end of it like uh We'll email you when your order's ready. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I got worried about it, of course, because, and then like I tweeted, but you guys responded almost immediately. And I was like, oh, sick. Like they're, they're on top of it. It's just not ready. There's a lot to order. So, yes. And then when it was ready, I went and pickup was seamless. Like okay. I just said my name and then whoever was behind the counter just packed it up and they said, do you want to buy anything else? There was a, a fridge of, of uh, beers that were on tap and canned or whatever right there. And I was like, actually, I do. I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy the hot. I sent Drew this. I, I sent Drew a hotline as well. Nice. And uh, I was like, I want to I want to get the hotline because I think that was like uh, that had just released too. And I was like, I don't, I'm going to get this because honestly, I try to uh, I try to try everything you guys put out. It's it's never going to happen because you guys put out so much stuff. and It's, it's just great. But um, I don't know. I, I all I'm saying is, it was a great launch. Thank you so much for coming on. It, um, it yeah, is, of course. Happy to be featured. Thank you for wanting to talk to me. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, and uh, happy. You know, happy uh, Women's History Month. This is what we're doing this for. You know, it's 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 dope. It, I think it's so sick that you met a guy that you fell in love with, and you're like you had a dope ass idea and it turned into something that people really love. So yeah, that's the coolest thing. <laughs> you guys have a shared, me and my wife both work at the same place too. And um, it's kind of sick. I got to say like, it's, it's a cool thing to do like working at the same spot because yeah. you're like, bro, you can take lunch breaks together if you wanted to. Yeah. You're partners in, in multiple ways, which is, is really cool. So yeah. We don't work too much together, uh, but maybe in the future. Not um, by choice, just we do different things. But, yeah, well, uh, but I mean, there's so many things cool, that you got to you know, do for your business, you know? I think that as a whole, like our, you know, our founding group of friends, like it's all love between us. That's and so, so like we just try to project that out to like, our mm. team and then to everyone who enjoys Beard Iris, like that's at the core, at the core yeah. of our brand is like friendship and love. And so like, mm -hmm. we just wanna 
put that out. And it, it comes through. I mean, the first time I had Homestyle, I was like, coming from a person who <clears throat> we did this show for years before I, I came to Nashville. And I was like, fuck, I was, I was honestly, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I was honestly worried that moving back to the South, I was going to be bummed out about the craft brew selection. And coming here and finding you guys made moving to Nashville a little (laughs) bit brighter for me. The boy loves beer. He loves beer. Legit. Like, I'm not kidding when I say, and I've said it on this show multiple times. I'm sorry, everyone that's over it. You guys are my favorite (laughs) brewery in this city. So... So. The, the great thing is our audience is going to love the fact that, you know, you representing Bearded Iris came on and got to talk about your brewery, got to talk about like your process and all that stuff and your collaborations. They're mm-hmm. going to love it because Pat's been hyping you guys up. So <laughs> again, hype train it. running. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. thank you guys so much. It's been uh, a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I will hit you up if I need skateboarding. Otherwise, otherwise just wait for those videos <laughs> i will primo content i can yes. give all right 100 percent. i'm waiting i'm waiting all right <laughs> wait i think you got an ollie and a shove it in you i think you do i, I can feel it, it. Yeah. i don't know there's just a certain thing you can see somebody and you can be like they're not gonna do shit they're just gonna eat you're just gonna fall a lot i think you might get, you might have it in you so i, I well, think you I got it that vote of confidence i'm gonna oh yeah take it to heart i'm gonna take it to the streets i'm gonna do to it to the streets <laughs> to the streets and anytime you guys you or any of the team wants to come back on and hit us up fucking we'll, we'll do we'll do some beer beer releases for you guys if you want okay i'm trying yeah. to spin this but this is fucked up you know <laughs> <laughs> look we <laughs> Look, right. we had a rhyme and a reason. Okay, can we just? Yeah. We did. Just you boy, have evaded. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, much. well, thank you guys. Bye. Have fun. <laughs> Finish <laughs> with five other beers. Oh God! You... <laughs> That'll be other episodes. You episode, are tripping. But... I ain't finishing no five beers. I will get divorced. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. I'll see you later. Bye. Oh dear boy. anyway Anyway. well pat you want to close this out i do i do well um you want to talk about anything else your boy got it you know your boy been on here for a long time got a pp oh i know i know i know we should close it out honestly shouts out to all the people got a pp listen to this episode you know shout out to small bladders you know it's your boy (laughs) it's your boy small bladder (laughs) you see me shaking in my lawn chair (laughs) you know this boy got room (laughs) (laughs) baby body Anyway, <laughs> uh, shout out to Shanda and everybody yeah. at Bibco for, uh, you know, hyping this episode coming. And thank you, Shanda, for coming on. That was fucking awesome. Uh, you can't buy these, but like next time they do an anniversary, go and check out their collabos. Shout out to everybody who did a collab with them. Highland Park Brewery, uh, uh, Modern Times, Green Cheek Beer Company, Other Half, Creature Comforts and Burial Beer. Highland Park and Brewing. That- yeah everybody that's done collabos with everybody like shout out to them but like especially these six that's super cool i don't know who did the bottle if they did a collab with the bottles 
but anyways that was super sick um you know i i love the bearded iris i'm gonna be super bummed if i leave nashville and i can't drink it no more so mm, you hopefully they up. get national you know what i'm saying oh i'm gonna stock up you don't believe me you know what i'm saying yeah. can i get it can yeah. i get a bearded iris in costco please you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no, I some of that Costco's, bro. Costco's, come on, man. <laughs> give, give me some of that. Give me some of that eighty-eight oh, pack. You know what I'm saying? Actually, actually, shout out to Mount Julia Beer Company for uh, hooking up some of these beers. Um, and I mean, appreciate it. You know, it's your boys, Beard Iris, Shanda. It's been your boys, Pat Ars, Drew Pasley. Mm-hmm. It's that first happy hour in a minute. Go ahead and subscribe to everything. It's been your boys. We out.